0: The flu season is upon us and being prepared for it this year is especially important for you and for those you love. Welcome to our Health Track podcast. I'm Deborah Howell and we're here today with Dr. Asfar Chalk, Chief of Infectious Diseases at Montefiore Nyack Hospital. Also joining us is Sue Stone, MPH, RN, CIC, Director of Infection Prevention and Control at Montefiore Nyack Hospital, serving Rockland County and the lower Hudson Valley in New York. Thank you both so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you.
2: It's our pleasure.
0: Dr. Chalk, why is it so important for everyone to get prepared for the flu season this year in particular?
2: Thank you for the opportunity again. So the flu season, like every other year, is upon us, and it's extremely crucial that we prepare ourselves. We're still in the middle of a pandemic, which we have been experiencing for the past eight months. And as it is, it's really put a significant burden on the health field to all the physicians. We think we have limited resources now moving forward. Flu season always puts a tremendous burden on the health field. And now in the middle of the pandemic, we feel that this is going to be even much worse. If we couple the flu season with covid there's a potential of a double whammy. There's some years where we can have up to fifty to 60,000 deaths due to the flu. So we want to do everything possible to prevent those deaths. Fortunately, we already have the vaccine available, so we should certainly avail ourselves to that.
0: Absolutely. Now that it's here, now that several of them have, are showing great possibilities. So who is especially vulnerable to complications from the flu, doctor?
2: So the short answer to that is literally everyone you know, flu has caused outbreaks in almost every population, but there are certain populations that are slightly more vulnerable compared to others, such as people in the medical field, people who are over the age of 50, other people who might have underlying lung issues as well. They may be on a slightly more uh, higher risk of, of it. However, that being said, we've seen much younger patients with literally no medical problems coming in with complications due to flu as well.
0: Sadly, that does seem to be the case. So why do we need to get a flu vaccination every single year without exception?
2: So I always say this. We have had the good fortune of having vaccines available for many diseases that had existed throughout the history of humanity, such as measles, mums, rubella, so on and so forth. The list, polio, you know, the list can go on and on. The vaccines have been tremendously helpful in reducing the mortality, as well as preventing disease complications. We're in the middle of experiencing a pandemic where a vaccine is not available, and we have seen the havoc that it's caused throughout the world. So if we have a vaccine available, we should take full advantage of it so that it can potentially prevent the complications of the disease process.
0: Indeed. And what about the pneumonia vaccine? Who needs it?
2: Certainly. So again, just like we described, there are certain populations that are a little bit more prone to getting pneumonia. People over the age of 60, people with underlying lung issues, and sometimes infants are at a slightly higher risk of pneumonia vaccines as well. So we encourage all the people who are listening to this to contact their primary physicians or their healthcare providers and avail of that vaccine as well.
0: And my last question to you, Dr. Chalk, is when people first get symptoms of a cold or the flu and wonder if it might be COVID 19, what should they do?
2: Reach out to your healthcare provider as soon as possible. The symptoms are slightly or subtly different in both. So it is very important that you contact your healthcare provider so they can assess you in a better way and guide you accordingly.
0: Thank you so much. Sue Stone, now to you. What's the importance of hand washing during the flu season?
1: Sure. Thank you for speaking to me as well. So hand-washing is something we've all learned before we even were able to understand what it was. And hand-washing prevents infections or the spread of pathogens from your hands to a portal of entry such as your eyes, nose, and mouth. And that's really important to prevent that. So hand-washing during the flu season is important because you might touch a surface that could be somebody just passed by and coughed into their hand and then touched that surface. And the transmission could happen to you by just touching that same surface and then touching your eyes, nose, or mouth. So hand washing is very important. And hand sanitizing with an alcohol-based hand sanitizer is equally as useful in preventing any pathogens from getting in your portals of entry, they call it, your eyes, nose, and mouth.
0: But if you do have the choice, wash those hands with more or more hot, soapy water, right?
1: If your hands are visibly soiled, yes. But uh, alcohol-based hand sanitizer is uh, effective.
0: Good to know. What about mask wearing during the flu season and when it's not flu season?
1: Sure. Everyone's learned to understand the value in wearing a mask. And masking is important during the flu season because it's stopping the spread of anything that you're coughing basically spit. So if you're sick, it's stopping anything from going to any of your loved ones or anyone in your close proximity. But if someone else is coughing, it's preventing you from breathing in their their germs, their pathogens, and their virus.
0: And bandanas aren't really effective, are they?
1: Well, bandanas, it's one or two ply. You're wearing it around your neck. You're bringing it up and down. And it really isn't giving you a good effectiveness. It's best to have some kind of mask that you can wash at the end of the day. You shouldn't wear a dirty mask from one day to the next. A cloth mask you should wear, say, one day and then put in the wash so that you can have a clean mask every day when you get up in the morning.
0: Don't just stuff it into your purse. you know, <laughs> I use a little ziploc baggie, and that seems to work for me. And you don't just throw a mask in your car in the passenger seat and let it sit there for a month and use it every day. It's not a good thing,
1: and you know, many people adjust their mask during their day, and this is when you can probably contaminate your eyes with your dirty hands. So if you're going to adjust your mask, you should always use some kind of hand hygiene before you fix your mask. And try to put your mask on with the ear loops as opposed to right by the nose where, you know, if your hands are dirty, you're going to touch your eye with your dirty fingers.
0: There's even a way to take off mask from the ear loops and then just fold it immediately in half and put it in the washing machine. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Dr. Chalk and Nurse Stone, for taking the time to be with us on our podcast today and to get us ready and armed for the flu season this
2: year. Thank you, thank you very much. It's an honor.
0: I'm Deborah Howell. Thank you for listening to this episode of our Health Track podcast. Head on over to our website at montefiornayac.org to get connected with one of our providers. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share on your social channels and be sure to check back in soon for the next podcast. Have yourself a terrific day.